0: 2022 ACB Virtual D.C. Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-leadership-meetings. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends.
1: Welcome in everyone to this very special, exciting program tonight. We, I just have so many great guests with me this evening that I'm so delighted to have, and we're going to be talking about the ACB awards and the ACB Board of Publication Awards, and how you can nominate someone if you think that they are deserving of this honor uh, on a nationwide basis. Um, but before we get started on that, just for a little bit of fun, uh, first of all, I want to thank Natalie Coach for hosting for me this evening, and I want to thank Larry Gassman who streams for us Friday nights and I so appreciate the two of them but I do have one question to ask Larry Gassman and that is when he on the disclaimer there's all these little beep, beep 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 sounds in the background can anyone name is that a melody I
0: don't know if it is. Somebody asked me where I got that, and it was a piece of music that we had lying around on a folder, and it sounded cool. So I said, I better choose this just in case Terry asks me about the beeps later on."
1: I think we should make up some words to it. <laughs> It'll be the ACB media song. There you or go. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, let me get started tonight by saying that the ACB Awards and the BOP Awards are all named after people who have given so much to the blindness and low vision fields through the years and were rec- and to such a point that ACB and the Board of Publications felt that they uh, should be permanently recognized. And those are... Um, let see if I can get them all in the, in, uh, the <laughs> right order. Um, there's the Derwood McDaniel Ambassador Award, the George Card Award, uh, both of whom were very early uh, parents of this organization in many, many ways. Uh, Derwood McDaniel brought me, and I wouldn't want to guess how many hundreds, if not thousands of other people, uh, into this organization back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. Also did so much work in getting a lot of our special interest affiliates going. Um, and, of course, the state affiliates, both he and George Card, did a tremendous amount of work on. Um, the Robert S. Bray Award, Is he was the first director of the National Library Service. Um, the James Olson Award, Jim was our chief, a treasurer and then chief financial officer. And he just donated so much of himself to ACB. Um, the first I ever met Jim was back in 1979 when he was um, a member of Council of Citizens with Low Vision. That's where I first met him. Uh, on, I think he was on the board. I want to say he was treasurer, but I wouldn't swear by that. And I'm trying to remember who else I'm forgetting of the C, of the uh, ACB awards. I Margarine? Think that's Margarine? Margarine. Margarine Beeman. I'm sorry. That's um, one of the most recent awards. And Margarine, Margarine won the Miguel Medal from ACB decades ago for... Her lifetime work in volunteering, both with us and with other organizations, she was she's always been very involved with the uh, Blended Blind, Veterans Association. Um, and Margarine is just anybody that's ever been to convention knows that Margarine is the official. Energizer Bunny. Energizer Bunny, absolutely. She just never comes up for air. Um, I don't think she even sleeps during convention at times. Which brings me to the uh, BOP Awards, briefly. And those are the Ned Freeman Award and the Hollis Liggett and the Bray and it's the one. What's the other one? I'm forgetting. There's one more. I'm forgetting.
2: Um, and I Henley?
1: Vernon Henley. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Thank you. So now that you see how un how not so good I am at remembering all of these, I'm going to introduce my two two of my guests for this evening, and the first one will be uh, Katie Frederick who is the chair of the ACB Board of Publications. And Katie, good evening, welcome. And you can give them a lot more information about these awards than I've blundered my way through at this point.
2: Well, thank you, Terry, and thank you for having me. It is always great to um, be on ACB Media, and it's also great to get to spend a few moments talking about the BOP awards with the audience tonight. So we do, as um, Terry said, have three awards that we give out each year. The Ned E. Freeman Excellence in Writing Award. And that one is um, an article that is published in the last year. And it's, um, you know, all articles that are published in the Braille Forum are eligible for this one um and the um also articles published in any state or special interest affiliate um publication can also be um nominated by the affiliate's president or the um editor of the publication and so that's a really um it's a it's a great great award. Um, and we, um, with that, when you do receive a, um, cash prize and a plaque at the conference. So it's, it's a really, um, great award and we can, you know, go into more details, um, later as, as we go along, we have the, the Vernon Henley media award. And that one is, um, it, it recognizes the, uh, it's, it's publicizing ACB throughout the general media, and it's really meant to encourage excellence and accuracy in electronic and print coverage of items relating to blindness. And, you know, personally, I, I think we can all, we all appreciate when that happens and we, you know, it's really important to recognize that. So um, this award is presented to any organization, company, or individual that is either sighted or blind um, that has made a positive difference in the press. And this can be, you know, radio, television, electronic media, um, any of that is, are eligible. And again, that's from the past year. So April of 2021 through March of 2022. And it's again, positing, um, you know, sharing the positive capabilities of, of people who are blind um, or visually impaired in that um, format as well. And um, again, the um, this is covering covers all media. Um, so even you know things like commercials, public service announcements, videos, um, articles from magazines. Um, really, you know, any kind of media that is um, portraying people who are blind or have low vision. Um, in the field, and um, we have the um, Hollis, Hollis Liggett. Yep, Hollis Liggett. Um, the Hollis Liggett um, Braille Free Press Award, and that is um, presented each year for um, our our special um, interest. Um, Affiliates. So this is meant to honor state and special interest affiliate publications so that, um, you know, any, any um, publication that is distributed by a um, state or special interest affiliate, no less than semi-annually, are eligible. So um, the nominations just need to be submitted by the affiliate's newsletter editor or president. And um, this one has, you know, a little bit of criteria behind it as far as what to include. So we can um, go into that if you like now or um, later on in the program if you.
1: Well, let's at least give people a little bit of a timeline. I believe I'm correct on both of these. Uh, Both the ACB and the BOP awards, all nominations need to be submitted by April 1st.
2: Correct. Is that
1: yes. correct? Mm-hmm. So, yes. those who want to uh, want to nominate someone, you know, start thinking about what you're going to write, and uh, then if you want to get into the other there, um, the other thing I'm wondering if you if you can can you um, can you give us any a little bit of background of history of who vernon henley vernon henley ned freeman and hollis liggett were
2: um well or they, have i put
1: you on the spot i, I hope you put not. me on
2: the spot thank you terry <laughs> 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 i did not have the uh, pleasure of of knowing either of these um any of these individuals they were they were before my time <laughs> shall we say um but i i do know that they have contributed a lot i know that um one of them, and I apologize, I don't have that in front of me right now. Um, one of them was one of the um, editors of the, of the Braille form, of course. Um, and so, you know, I know that they've, they've all contributed um, in various ways to excellence in, in writing and media. And that's why that they are um, part, you know, we, why the BOP honors these awards right. that particularly focus on writing and media. Right.
1: I know Hollis That was uh was one of the first editors of the Braille Free Press, which was the forerunner of the uh Braille Forum. Right. Uh back in the day. Um, and Ned Freeman was, I want to say the for, he was a president of ACB at one point, I'm quite certain. First or second, I forget which now. But anybody wants to find anything more about any of our uh Recipient of our nom- uh, honorees uh, on this. Uh, take a look at uh, People of Vision, uh, the history of ACB. There's a lot about all three of them in uh, in that book, and yes. I know uh, that's available on Bard, and it's I think it's still available through the ACB Mini Mall as well.
0: Yes, it is. Yep.
1: Yes,
2: Thank and you. Um, if. If you want to nominate someone for one of these three awards, um, you can find there is um, an article detailing all of the criteria um, in the January issue of the ACB Braille Forum. So that's in all formats, of course. And um, that article goes into the detail of, you know, how to nominate and the criteria. Um, But just send those to Sharon Lovering in the national office um, and her email s lovering at ACB.org and that's also in the article as well so um, so it's really a great way to recognize again writers, media and our state and special interest affiliate editors and um, for, for the work that they do throughout the year.
1: And if you are looking for any of this to uh, any of this criteria on the website um, go to acb.org and under the tab for media and publications you'll find the Braille Forum go in there and it's in the January issue of the Braille Forum don't try to use the search on the ACB website Um, I did that and none of the the BOP awards wouldn't come up on there for some reason Um, yeah just the ACB ones did. I think it's because maybe the word awards isn't in the title or something. I'm not sure why, but it's it does yeah. have its own page and it is there, but it's not you can't just like type in awards search. You get okay. the ACB awards, but not sure. the BOP. Okay. Got it. So well, go directly to the Braille Forum and you can from there very easily get to this list. And that includes the criteria and such for each one of the awards.
2: And and I just have one more caveat to point out that. Um, if um, so, any any affili- any individual or affiliate that has won one of these awards um, since 2018. So if you if you've won one um, in 2018, going forward you cannot um, win again. So we do have a um, you know it's a five year time frame from the time that you win between. When you can reapply did that wow that didn't sound very good did it that didn't uh... it worked
1: it, it it you got the point across <laughs>
2: right it's friday night i uh... that's
1: that's what i always say about <laughs> visibilities it's friday night <laughs> it's been a long week yes and you got the point across i thank you very much um we actually have with us tonight uh larry johnson who did receive one of the BOP awards a few years back, I think it was in 2016, if I remember right. Larry, good evening, if you'd like to join us, and just tell us um, a little bit about your experience receiving this award. You're more than welcome to join us now.
3: Good evening, Terry. Yes, it's certainly good to be joining you, and these are really, really wonderful awards, and I am very honored and very pleased to uh, share with you that I have uh, had the pleasure of meeting Vernon Henley back oh. in the 1980s. And as a matter of fact, uh, I received one of the very early awards of Vernon Henley back in that period. I don't remember the exact year, but it was uh, the early 1980s, since so I've been around ACB now for 40 years. So... Uh, I'm one of the grandpas, but uh, I also received it again in in 2016. So I'm a two time winner, uh, and I remember uh, Vernon welcoming me and uh, and and uh, being a a, a great uh, mentor for me. He was, uh, of course, the uh, the founder and uh, host for many years of ACB Reports, which was a a wonderful um, recorded, um, if you will, uh, magazine, uh, interviewing various people and uh, updates on uh, legislation that was particularly important to blind and visually impaired, and 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 I was privileged also to provide a couple of um, of reports, uh, two ACB reports, uh, of, while working here in San Antonio. So, I have a lot of good memories about the, vernon and and about uh receiving the award, as I said on two occasions and I'm very very proud of it and you know it's one thing to uh, to do work uh in the field and 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 hope that it's making an impact and another thing is to have your peers take notice of it and recognize it and 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 nominate you for uh for one of these prestigious awards I also uh, received in 1999 um, a Ned Freeman award for for writing and uh, that, that was also a, a, a great privilege so so I'm a kind of a three-time BOP award winner and I'm, I'm very proud of of, of those uh, of those awards they hang on my wall here in my house and and uh, they are, of course, uh, in Braille as, as well as in print. So people take notice of them when they see them on the wall.
1: Well, <clears throat> it's wonderful. We should rename you Larry Hattrick Johnson, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, and I think I'm your. If you're the grandfather, I guess I'm the grandmother because I've been around since 1972, but Ooh. I never did have the privilege of meeting uh, uh, of meeting Vernon. I had always heard of him, but I was um, I was still raising family and not as heavily involved as I've been in later years. Anyway, I thank you very much, Larry. I want to go on a little bit now to the ACB Awards. Now, we have a, a guest with us this evening who has a habit of wearing a number of hats. And tonight she has taken off her convention hat and has her awards committee hat on. Um, I do. doesn't have enough to do with the convention every year. She also works on the awards committee. And if anybody hasn't figured it out yet, I want to welcome Janet Tickleman.
4: Thank you, Terry. It's great to be here. And I really appreciate you giving a nice summation at the beginning of this call about the various awards. I'm thinking, okay, good. Thank you, Terry. I don't have to talk (laughs) now. (laughs) Um, no, I no, do, no. <laughs> oh, that's what I was afraid of. And we do have two special guests here also who we're going to get to in a couple of minutes who have been one who is a recipient of an award and one who is very heavily involved in one of the awards. So I'm going to, I'm so excited to have both of them. But first of all, if I may, I just want intru- to, I, I want to name the uh, members of the award committee. And we have two brand new co-chairs, and they're doing an outstanding job. Connie Connie Sims from South Dakota and Carrie Muth from Oregon. And then we have on our committee, longtime committee members, Peter Altschul from Missouri, Anne Brash from Illinois, who I know is in the audience. I heard her come in. Jean Mann from New York. And then we have new members, our Zoom hostess Natalie Couch is on the awards committee and Amanda Selm, I also heard her come in. So, I, you know, they're going to all keep me on the straight and narrow here. (laughs) And the deadline for our awards, as um, Terry mentioned, is April 1st. And you can to send in Information for the awards, and I was just saying we need to set up a special mailbox for the awards or a special address because we do ask that you send them to the two co-chairs of the award committee. And I'm going to give out their email addresses right now, and then they are also on the ACB website, and I'll tell you how to get to that information. But the award co-chair email addresses: the first one is Connie K O N I Dot L. Dot Sims. S I M M S I M S at Gmail dot com. K O N I dot L. Dot S I M S at Gmail dot com. And then the other email address that you need to use is for Carrie, and that's Carrie C A R R I E dot Muth M U T H dot A C B O at gmail.com. Now, you say, I'm not going to remember these addresses, and you don't really have to because you can go to acb.org. There is a link for committees, and under the committee link, you will find the awards committee, and all the awards committee members are listed there with email addresses, so you can get Connie and um, Carrie's email addresses from that. So, that's pretty easy. There's also information on all of the winners of the awards since 2010 are listed on the website. And there is also the Braille Forum article. In January, there was a forum article for BOP Awards, and there was also an article for ACB Awards, which is the one that Terry was coming up with when she was searching. So, um, without further ado, I think what I'm going to do. I have the information about all the awards and a little bit of history on each of them. But I think, first of all, I want to concentrate on the two awards where we have someone in as a guest here. So the first award I'm going to talk about is the James R. Olson Award. And uh, James R. Olson Distinguished Service award, I should say. And it is given in honor of James, Jim Olson, ACB's longest serving staff member. He served as assistant treasurer, treasurer, and executive director of ACB um, enterprise, of ACB Enterprises and Services. This award may be given to an individual or organization that has made important contributions to advance opportunities for the blindness community, and uh, two thousand. Um, and I am thrilled to have here in the audience Anna Olson, who is the widow of Jim Olson, and Jim was just a wonderful, wonderful individual. When I think of Jim, I think of kindness and caring. And he was such a gentleman and family was so important to him. And he loved his numbers. He was ACB (laughs) numbers man all the way. And he knew he had so much history and so much love for the organization. And he's just such a great person to have an award named after. And we've had some really wonderful award recipients under for the James R. Olson Award. And I'm just going to go through a couple of them here. Um, In 2013, it was our ACB member, Brian Charlson. In 2014, it was Chris Gray. In 2015, it was uh, Dot Taylor a longtime oh, yes. ACB member who's no longer with us 2016 it was father John Sheehan from the Xavier Society in 2017 it was dr. Helen Lee uh, in 2018 it was Microsoft for all the that they've done for accessibility in 2019 it was uh, dr. Caesar Egg- Pasadi. I'm sorry, I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. And in 2021, it was uh, Kim Crowell from the Crystal Bridges Museum of Art. So we've had some very wonderful recipients of the the James James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award. Anna. Yes, thank you. We're so happy to have you. And of course, I feel very connected because Jim was not only a member of ACB, but Jim and Anna and both of his daughters were members of ACB of Minnesota, and they hosted many lovely ACB picnics at their house. And Anna, what does it mean to you to have an award named
5: after Jim? It it was very humbling. Um, ACB was incredibly important to Jim. He, I would say, just lived and breathed acb every day he was um he was very proud to be part of the american council of the blind and upon he upon losing his eyesight he volunteered for the american council of the blind for um, a few years he was approached um, because he was a certified public, public accountant and he after serving a number of years As a volunteer, he was asked to come in and help with the financial aspect of American Council of the Blind. At that point, they were in need of some expertise that Jim had. And so at that time, he formed the American Council of the Blind Enterprise and Services, which was the main income um, recipient for the American Council of the Blind. So he worked... I would say tirelessly, a little bit of bragging for the American Council. It's true. It's true. It's not bragging. It was absolutely
1: (laughs) true. And
5: um, my two daughters, Sarah and Martha and myself, the three of us were in the office with him at every convention for many, many years. Um, And I'm just very appreciative of this honor that was given to Jim um, from the American Council of the Blind. J- Janet, do you want me to say anything about the other scholarships that we've, the, as a family, have awarded? Sure,
4: go ahead. You, you, that's, okay. fine. that's fine. This is, it's not an award. It's under ACB scholarships. Okay, um, I'll, I'll just say, say no, very, no, but it's perfect, <laughs> perfect
5: timing. Okay, um, at the time of Jim's death in February of 05, we as a family established the James R. Olson scholarship award. And this award is we had some guidelines that we wanted in with this scholarship. Um, One of them being that whoever received the scholarship does attend the convention, we want them to become aware of what American Council of the Blind is and what it's about. Um, Also, they need to be a second year student Um, so that we know that they are indeed interested in pursuing a degree in some form of business. And so it's if you're in some form of business, and now we've branched out a little bit just due to the fact with the computers and all the technology that's available, um, the guidelines. But those are some of the basic guidelines. We want this person to be very much aware of what American Council of the Blind is all about. And since um, 05, when we started the scholarship, I have attended many of the conventions specifically so that I could meet the scholarship award winner. I wanted them to be aware of who Jim was and what his um, dedication and life to the American Council of the Blind um, was. So I... I Probably I won't go on anymore, Janet. But I'll I'll just say that American Council of the Blind was incredibly important to Jim oh. proud to be a member, and um, I'm I'm very both Jim and I are lifetime members of American Council of the Blind, and I couldn't be prouder to be a member of American Council of the Blind myself.
4: Thank and you. American Council of the Blind is very proud to have had Jim and the whole Olson family as members. And for those of you interested in that the Olson scholarship, I believe the deadline for ACB scholarships is February 15th. So if you're interested, also visit our website and there is a link to our scholarships and um, the application details. But I believe the deadline for that is February 15th.
1: Janet took the words right out of my mouth because we are all very very proud and fortunate to have ha- always and- had the support of the Olson family. Yes. Are you coming to
4: Omaha,
5: Ann? I is it going to be in person?
4: Well, yes, that's what we're planning. Then I probably will be there. All right. Yay. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um the next award I'm going to talk about a little bit. And I just I just want to ask
1: I would just like to add one little thing in. Um, one of the things that always struck me about Jim and Anne, actually, is that as busy and as much as he gave to ACB, he was also very involved in this community. Oh, and his church, their church. And his church in, church in particular. Com- yes. I can remember him telling me, I think it was back, was it like around before Halloween? Used to tell me that Anne would start making cookies for the holidays, oh, and the and there was a garage and freezers and everything that would always be full for all of the events that were coming up, and that's one of the things that I always respected about Jim and the Olson family in general was how much ACB was a major part of their lives, but it wasn't their entire lives. Oh. That they were so good at adding things. I still have one photo. Um, when we were doing the Combined Federal Campaign back in, I don't know, about oh three or oh four or something, I had put together a PowerPoint presentation that was on floppy disks. So, you know where that's gone through the years. (laughs) But somehow, I still have one photo, and it's absolutely my favorite. Um, I should send you a copy if you don't have it, Anna. It's a picture of Jim putting the finishing touches on a dollhouse that he was making for the girls. Oh I love that picture of it. It's just it's so Jim. And I thank you all. I thank you so much for joining us tonight, Anna. And, and, and now him. I will and now I will let you get back to where you're you're running my show so beautifully, Janet. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting on the Terry hat
4: now. <laughs> and I just want to say one other thing since I'm running the show here. No, and Anna didn't leave ACB after Jim passed away. Anna and both of her girls have stayed members of ACB of Minnesota. Anna comes to our meetings on a regular basis. Anna helps out with a lot of things. So, she didn't just say, oh, well, okay, you know, Jim was involved with ACB, but you know, now that he's passed away, it's she stays involved. And that's so important. And that's, that means so much about the dedication. All
1: right. Absolutely. I'll stop before I start crying. <laughs> you and me both. That's okay. why I passed away All to right. you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to talk about another award here where we also have a guest who was a recipient to the award. And this is the George uh, Card Award. And the This award is given in honor of George Card, who was the executive secretary of the Wisconsin Council of the Blind, a member of ACB's board of directors, a delegate to the World uh, Council for the Welfare of the Blind, and an associate editor of the Braille Forum. Um, It is presented in recognition of outstanding service By a blind person who has contributed to the betterment of the blindness community. This recipient must possess leadership qualities and demonstrate strengths as a positive role model. And um, a little bit about George Card. Uh, He was a Wisconsin native. He was active in the movement of the organized blind since its early days in the 1940s. Uh, unlike many of his friends and colleagues, he did not completely lose his sight until adulthood. Uh, let me see here. I'm just skipping down a couple of things here. here. Um, I thought I had revised this a little bit. Um, he was a graduate of the University of uh, Wisconsin, and he... Um, uh, Beta Kappa, uh, uh, Phi Beta Kappa. Uh, he was a county supervisor, a small businessman, a lawyer, and a manager of an automotive machine parts. Um, he was one of the founding members of ACB, came to ACB, um,
1: Pretty and early he on. worked
4: for the Bra- he he was involved with the Braille Monitor first with NFB and then the Braille Forum, uh, which he uh, wrote the popular column here and there for the Braille Forum. I didn't realize that until I read this that he had started that column. Cards uh, leadership roles and we talked about that a little bit, and he just really was very involved in the blindness community and. We have a recipient who won this award in 2010. And I'm going to go back to him in a minute. I'm just going to talk about a couple other people who've won this award. In 2011, it was Prateek Patel. In 2014, it was Paul Edwards. In 2015, Walter Spilum. In 2016, Ward Bond in 2017, it has her name is Cindy Van Winkle, but I did change it to Cindy Hollis. Uh, in 2020, uh, Camille Cafferelli of Horizons who oh, received yeah. the award posthumously, and in 2010, it was Dan and Brenda Dillon, and we have Dan Dillon here with us. Dan,
6: hey, thank you, Janet, and hello, everyone. Oh.
4: Oh it's so I, uh, nice to hear you Dan. It's great well, to hear your you. Voice, Dan. And thank you and
6: thank you for remembering Brenda. I was going to I was going to mention that that
4: uh, it was it was given the, to both of you. Yep.
6: It was and that, I remember that night. I I've been reminiscing uh, a little bit on this call and uh, I was shocked. I was really shocked, but it was a wonderful night. And uh, Brenda talked a lot longer than I did, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> what a just a little humor. Just a little humor there. Um, but, um, um, you know, I, I don't think any of us uh, work for ACB and work for blind and visually impaired people t- to receive an award. You know, we we do it because out of love for uh, American Council of the Blind and doing what we can do to help blind and vision impair people. But, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of nice to get an award and get a little pat on the back once in a while. And I, I think so the ACB Awards and the BOP Awards, I think it's a great thing. And I think it's a great way to recognize people that have, Put a lot of, put in a lot of hours, you know, to uh, to help blind and visually impaired people.
4: And you talk about the surprise of getting an award, and that is one of the fun things on the award committee. If we can at all, we will. When when someone sends in a nomination for an individual, we reach out to that person who has submitted the nomination to let them know if the that the award is going to be given to their nominee. And we also ask them if they know the person's going to be at the convention, especially at the banquet for our awards. We try to present most of them at the banquet. And we will ask them if they'd like it to be a surprise. And we really love it when we can surprise somebody. That is so much fun. I've been involved in a couple surprises of people. And (laughs) like, like you said, Dan, you were just... You were flabbergasted. Yeah,
6: I was. It was a it was a wonderful surprise, uh, and and uh, had no idea. Just I mean, and I remember that night. I think uh, Cindy Hollis is the one that presented the award to Brenda and me. Yes, and, I believe uh, that, so. you're right. Yes, I think just, she
1: was. I remember that night as well.
6: I'll never forget that. So. I remember that, and she said, "I think
1: the other one." Was it the McDaniel? Another award was um, what was really kind of wild that I re- I remember of that night was Marlena Lieber got an award that year too. Oh, that must get, have been a that must it, have
4: been a BLP because it I don't might have been have a BOP.
1: I don't remember what award it was, but I just remember the two of them, one right after the other at the banquet, <laughs> and neither one of them would run, say as was would everyone ever call shy and retiring. <laughs> that they brought so much excitement to the banquet yes. that night. <laughs> and, but night. I think
4: both of them, when they, I, I remember that with Marlena, now that you mentioned it, and she, I think she was speechless for a minute, which really, you know, was, <laughs> <shocking>. <laughs> but we digress. And as you can see from these awards, these are all, people these are national awards so we really try to keep it for people who have a national focus who have done things more than just within their community not that they can't be you know we'll certainly look at them but we, we these are national awards so we're trying to look for a national focus Um, for our recipients. And when we get the letters from our awards nominee, what happens with our awards committee is the co-chairs send the letters to all of the nominations to all of our recipients. We all take a few days to look over the letters and then we all get together and we look at the letter from the written standpoint of the letter and also from the content of the letter and if the content how the content meets the criteria for the award and then based on that we look at all the letters that we have and we kind of rate them and we all sit there and we come up with how many points we feel that each of these awards recipients should receive and Based on that and our discussions, we we make our decision for our awards. And we will sometimes also, we might get a nomination for an award and they say they feel that this should be for the George Card Award. And we might look at it and say, well, you know, this more represents the James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award. So we will then reach out to the person who submitted the letter and say, hey, you know, we know that you recommended so-and-so for this award A, but we really feel they meet the criteria for award B. Is it all right if we switch them over? And of course, why would you say no? Because the person's receiving an award. There you go. So, let me just quickly that now, because I know you're going to cut me off in an hour. <laughs> and she can't wait to cut me off. This will be fun. Uh, Derwood nah. K. McDaniel Ambassador Award. And you had the privilege of meeting Dur- Durwood. I did not. Um, know him. but this award is presented in recognition of outstanding service by a blind person who has con- who has contributed to the betterment of the blindness community. This recipient must possess leadership qualities and demonstrate strength as a positive role model. And if you aren't familiar with Durwood, um, he was born in 1915 and lost his sight in 1930 in an oil field explosion. I can't even imagine that. Um, He graduated from the University of Oklahoma with degrees in political science and law. He was ACB's founding father. He established ACB's first national office in Washington DC in April 1968 and served as ACB's first national representative first national representative from yeah. 1968 to 1981. And some of our Durwood K recipients have been um, Oral Miller in 2014, uh, Christine Ha in 2015, the Master Chef winner who visited our convention. Uh, 2017, Dr. Aubrey Webson. uh, 2021, Alan Peterson. These are people who have really positively impacted blindness throughout the community and throughout the blindness community on a local and also national level. And do you want to say anything more about
1: Durwood Terry? Because you knew him and you worked with him. Um, I can say a couple of things. Let me drop back for one second on George Card. One of the other things about George Card was he and his wife, as I recall from the book, um, I really wasn't around in the early 60s. Um, I didn't say you were around in the early <laughs> no, 60s. <laughs> no, but that's why I said it's from the book. Yeah. Um, they used to take basically their summers and travel by car themselves at their own expense around the country to get ACB affiliates started. And, wow. to, and, to, and to chalk it up in that, uh, to chalk it up and get people in involved in ACB. Um, but as far as Durwood is concerned, this is the, this I have always felt is a wonderful award because this is, this was originally the ambassador award. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of it was that it's someone who represents the, or it was someone who represents the blindness community, but has brought the blindness community out into the global out community. into the global right for and, instance
4: um, he, Alan Peterson maybe people don't know ran for mayor of his town you know he,
1: or, he ran for mayor of his town he also ran for Congress Congress yes you know that kind of thing that yes. that it's people who have taken their blindness with them out into the community and made the community more aware and better yeah. uh, better equipped. Christine Hahn Masterchef I mean yes, you know. exactly so and they don't have to of... be an ACB member to apply for this award at all no, this is no and 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 that's I think the that that to me is the difference between the the major difference between the card and the McDaniel awards yes and, Good. um Thank you That's, for pointing that no, out. I'm back, right back to you now, Janet. You're okay, all right, great job. <laughs> hey, we do, we do good.
4: All right, uh, let's talk about Robert S. Bray Award. And this, he may be given. This may be given to an individual or an organization that may, has made a significant contribution to improving library services, information technology, or communications access. And Robert was the chief of um, the Division of the Blind and Physically Handicapped uh, Library of Congress, which is now the, um, the precursor to NLS, as uh, Terry said earlier. Uh, Bray headed the, organ- the library from 1957 to 1972, overseeing the program through its transition from a network of, get this, 28 libraries when he started, to more than 100 upon his retirement.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: readership increased um, under his direction from 58,000 to more than 300,000. That's just an amazing accomplishment. It is. And some of the Bray recipients have been and very involved with library and media. Uh, 2010, Judy Dixon. 2011, Christopher Toth. Um, uh, 2012, Regal Entertainment. Look what they have done for media. Uh, 2013 was Weight Watchers, uh, Sarah Herrlinger and Apple in 2016. Um, and 2018 was American Printing House for the Blind. 2019, Ira Technology Corporation. And 2020, the outgoing. Library uh, NLS director, Karen Kenninger. So we've
1: had some very impressive winners of this award. We have indeed. We have indeed. I mean, uh, probably next only to Robert Bray. Yes. Probably was the things that Karen Kenninger accomplished in the time that she was head of NLS is pretty phenomenal as well. Um.
4: And then my... I won't say it's my favorite award, but this award came about in 2016. And so I was, you know, involved with ACB, and I certainly know this person. And this <laughs> is the Margarine G. Beeman Volunteer Recognition Award. And uh, we've created the Margarine G. Beeman Volunteer Recognition Award to honor individuals who have given tirelessly of their efforts, resources, expertise, or time towards improving the quality of life in the blindness community, the achievements, accomplishments, or service on which the nominations are based must reflect ACB's vision and mission. This award may be given to a deserving individual or organization, um, and. We talked about Marjorie, the Energizer Bunny, and she truly is the Energizer Bunny. She's been a volunteer for ACB for since the information I was given um, from Sharon, who is the Awards Committee Officer Liaison. It says she's been a volunteer since 1982. And I believe that. I think she might have been around even longer than that. But um, she was the volunteer coordinator for many years for ACB. <laughs> Then she was our advertising and sponsorship coordinator for ACB, bringing in tons of money for ACB with her sponsorship contacts. And now she's our accessibility person, making sure that everything is labeled in Braille, in large print. And she runs all over the hotel and with her labeler and makes corrections and makes sure when she goes to the convention Site in the fall, she comes up with, and I I let the hotel know. Marjorie is going to come. You'll know you'll know her in about the first five minutes after she's arrived, and she will have her whole laundry list of everything that you need to change, improve, whatever. From oh, we got to move this, we got to mark this, and then few days before the convention, she arrives and she starts labeling and she labels all the pop machines and she let make sure the room numbers are labeled correctly. She finds any errors and she corrects them. And she is just an amazing person. And she never stops. She's there to volunteer, to help people find a seat, to take people here and there. She meets. She's at the airport. She is just, she is an amazing, amazing person. Person, she absolutely and I am is anyone so that's
1: privileged to call her my friend. Anyone who's ever been to a convention, and when you go to get off the elevator and you see that foot high, big black number of what floor you're getting yep. off on, that's Marjorie. That's and all thanks to Marjorie. She doesn't amazing. just
4: do this for ACB, she does this for so many other. She does it yes. for blinded veterans. She is from Austin, Texas, and she. Does this? She does a blue Santa every year, where she collects tons of gifts for children. She works with a organization that collects and business attire and trains young women on how to how to dress for success and how to you know. And um, she just does all kinds of things. And she's a quilter and she's a baker and I mean she never stops. Terry said she didn't sleep. Um, during the convention, I don't think she ever sleeps.
1: I think you're probably she right. She just
4: runs she around. She goes. <laughs> she has a she has a ranch, and she's out there. She, she's out there with her cows. She's out there. She said to me one day, "Oh yeah, she was spreading sod, or she was doing this, or doing that." And
1: I think she's got more. You're right. Than I do. You're right. I completely forgot. Yep. About the time that I called and she told me that she couldn't talk to me for, for the next two days because she was going to be branding cattle. cattle. Oh, and, <laughs> you know, routinely she
4: loses power out at the ranch and she's out there with nothing. But when you talk about surprises, that this was one of my favorite surprises because we did not tell Marjorie and we had an award. That we named after her, and she in 2016 was the first recipient of the Marjorie Beeman Award. Well. I said, Marjorie, you got to come to the banquet. And she she would always come to the banquet. But of course, she would spend time getting people, helping people get settled, finding seats, running here, running there. And then she'd usually leave because, you know, she never eats anything either. You know, she's like a little bird. And so she was seated at my table and I kept saying, Marjorie, she said, oh, I think I'm going to go and do I said, no, Marjorie, come on, please just stay and keep me company. And I kept saying, just stay, don't go. Don't. <laughs> And I finally, finally, when they presented the award, it made her speechless, too. And that was that was so wonderful. And she was a very, and very great to have an award named after her. And she received it in 2016 and 2017. It was given to our current ACB Convention Volunteer Coordinator, Sally Benjamin. In 2019, Patty Cox was the recipient of that award. And in 2020, I had the privilege of surprising another person, Michael Smitherman, our exhibits coordinator who received the award. And that was fun to surprise him also. So um, that is a very quick summary of our ACB awards. And we want to have a lot of applications this year. We want to be so busy, we're going to be saying, oh my gosh, why did everybody send in all these nominations? What are we ever going to do? Now, as you've noticed, there's several years where we don't give out various awards because we don't have the nominations for it. We'd love to give out every award every year. So, we're really trying to promote our awards make sure that P- to get the word out about them and again you can you know nominations are due by april 1st so please get those letters
1: written up and send them in to us and i will do that i promise i have two of them this year that, two I'm of them? Sending, okay. that i'm sending that i'm going to be sending in good okay um and with that i want to thank all of you unfortunately we are not going to have time for questions because we're down to less than five minutes of time. Because left, I talked too long, sorry. No, you didn't talk too long. There's just so much information. There's so much, yes. There's just so much information. I want to thank you and Katie and Anna and Dan and Larry. And I just want to make one very quick one. I'll jump in on one of them, on two more awards. And that's the, oh. um, the affiliate growth and the percentage of growth awards. It's a great time, folks, to remember that You've got to get the the memberships in. This is perfect time for membership recruitment and that can help you win the, one of those awards. And then the other one we do give out periodically is the Affiliate Outreach Award.
4: And that's oh, based yeah. on a recommendation by an affiliate president, um, which recognizes a local chapter or affiliate uh, for their outreach. And... Um, this program must have a measurable outcome and in last year we hadn't given it out for a number of years but last year we gave it to friends and focus the uh, medina ohio chapter and they collected and distributed cct cct TVs very cool and you know and that was they said we delivered and i'm sorry i don't have it right in front of me how many they distributed and so that was a measurable outcome we could see and that's what that
1: award is about That's wonderful. I hate to cut you short, but I I have something, an announcement. I have got to get in here before we go off the air. And I want to thank you all again. Um, But I also want to just let people know, number one, next week, we're going to be getting started on legislative seminar and leadership week. And Debbie Grubb will be my guest. But in the meanwhile, if you haven't seen it somewhere, you probably will. We... I am co-hosting with the Council of Citizens with Low Vision webinar. You can attend either on Tuesday or Wednesday. It's going to be Tuesday afternoon at 3, Wednesday Wednesday evening at 8. We're having Gerard Williams from the FCC on about the new affordable connectivity program, which is primarily geared to people who have little or no internet access at this point and have limited income. And so, if you know someone in that situation, or if you're in that situation yourself, please do not hesitate to join us on one of the on either one of those two days, or both, if you'd like. Um, but I think that it's going to be, knowing Gerard, it's going to be a very, very informative and uh, uh, informational session, and it will open up some doors. To, some peop- to a lot of people who right now do not have the connectivity that you really need in this day and age. And with that, again, I want to thank Natalie, Larry, um, the other Larry Johnson, Dan <laughs> Dillon, Anna Olson, Katie Frederick, and of course, Janet. Janet, you can take this show over anytime you want. <laughs> oh,
4: no. Oh, no. no. You, do, you do way too good a job.
1: <laughs> anyway, I thank you all very much. It's been a great call. I'm sorry we don't have time for questions, but if you do have any questions that didn't get answered, I think everybody got those Addresses. And if you didn't, you can always contact me at visibilities, VISabilities bilities V I S abilities, five zero at gmail.com. And thank you all, and have a wonderful, safe, and happy week ahead.